Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Well, Kim and I are back from our week in New York City, and wow, what a wonderful time. I fell in love that week, in love with the city and its beautiful people. We had, well, we had the time of our lives. It was so much fun. And I'm not one to really care about uh, the touristy type things. I didn't care to go up into uh, the tall buildings and the lookout floors. Um, didn't matter to me. My favorite parts were the unexpected moments, like sitting on a bench in Bowling Green Park, watching a sea of people walking as one from the subway at the Oculus, all of them seeming to move as one, but each person quietly on their own path. And the conversations I had, the wonderful chats I had with folks across Manhattan as we went about our day and we came across them. My favorite unexpected conversation was with this elderly woman. She lives up on the Upper East Side and we were uh, in the subway station and I looked behind me and I saw this little old lady crawling underneath the turnstile <laughs> to get into the subway. Her card had, uh, something was wrong with her card, she said, and she had to get to a funeral. So she said she didn't care if the police were going to come and arrest her. <laughs> and we stood there for 20 minutes or so waiting on a train that was late, having the loveliest conversation with her. And what a treat that was for us. There were things, places and buildings that were fun to see, but it was the people, like Estelle, that I loved the most. These little unexpected chats. My childhood friend Rick, who lives up there, the folks at Bagels and Schmear, and the lovely people we got to know briefly at Union Square's Holiday Market. Peppa, the artist, and Surratt, the photographer, and Ariana, who had a booth at the Holiday Market. What caught my attention in her booth was the artwork. All, the, all of it that I saw said, I am, on it. She's involved with a project that invites children to explore consciousness. How cool is that? I forgot the name of the project. So, Ariana, yeah, when you hear this, please shoot me a message at mike at feelingtwisty.com and give me some more information so I can relay that to my New York area listeners. Our very last day in New York, we went back by the Holiday Fair at Grand Central, and I found this wonderful shop full of beautiful little blown glass figures, all sorts of creatures, and my favorite of all were the turtles. I even found a tiny little bitty turtle that looks nearly exactly like my little feeling twisty mascot, so of course I had to get it. WGK Glass is the name of the shop. They're in Pennsylvania but you can get a look at their work on their Etsy page. If you're listening to this episode on YouTube, the links to Peppa and Sarant and WGK sites will be down below. You know, the whole trip started earlier in the year when I had a burning desire to be in New York. As I was driving down Sale Road in my city, I started imagining I was there. I knew of a park, Bowling Green Park, already, so, I imagined I was at that park. In my imagination, I ran my finger along the tops of a couple of iron fence posts that surround the park, and I felt the uneven areas at the top of the posts where 
according to what the stories I've read say, the little crowns of King George were on those fence posts and had supposedly been sawed off at the time of the revolution. So in my imagination, I stood there and rubbed my finger along the top of those fence posts. And I walked into the park, sat down on a bench and looked up at the sky, which is one of my favorite things to do, <laughs> and saw, not in the sky, I looked forward and saw the National Museum of the American Indian in front of me. And I felt the satisfaction of being there. Well, it was our first full day there when I realized Kim and I were standing exactly where I had imagined on the little gravelly path inside the park. And I looked up in front of me, and there was the museum. I just wanted to share a little bit of our trip with you. What an amazing trip. I love New York and I love its people. Okay, so it's the new year, right? Time for resolutions. Get fit, get love, get money, <laughs> get happy. And at least in my experience, the thing that always happens immediately after a resolution is what's the plan? Let's make the plan. Who am I going to hire? Which trainer or which gym do I sign up for? Which new diet should I do? Which manifesting program should I invest in this year? It's habitual. We tend to look for help outside of us. Nothing wrong with that, but what if instead of turning without first, we turn within? And when it comes to manifesting, why not make just one resolution? Resolve to rely on no one and nothing outside of yourself. I mean complete blackout of manifesting groups, life coaches, Instagram posts, all of it. I'm not saying leave the groups or unfollow anyone. Just try this. Make a pledge. Just make a personal pledge, a decision to not look at them or look to them for guidance. Just mute them on Instagram and Facebook. I believe you can mute them. Turn off Neville Goddard lectures. Stop listening to them. Shut off everything dealing with manifesting, teaching, coaching, podcasts, religion too. <laughs> Complete reliance on self and live. Turn to yourself for the answers. I'm telling you, things begin to open up. Things really began to open up for me after I did this. I just stopped. I stopped turning to anyone. I stopped habitually turning on Neville or turning on those who narrate or read Neville's lectures. I stopped going to manifesting groups. I stopped reading manifesting posts. Again, not that listening to or following folks is wrong in any way, but for me, I found myself checking in on the teachers and other people who aren't teachers, they're just posting things, just to make sure I was doing it right. And when I found myself doubting and checking, you know what? I found confirmation that I wasn't doing it right because that's what I was being told. And then I felt awful. <laughs> but I got to a point where I made the decision that I have to know beyond any doubt that what Neville teaches is true. And the only way to do that is to rely completely, totally on myself. I have to have firsthand experience or I can't say it's true. I can say Neville says it's true, 
but that doesn't mean anything. Anyone can quote. I have to know. It was a hunger. It felt like physical pain, a longing, deeper than anything I've ever felt. So as I fell asleep one night, I reminded myself that all the layers are coming off. And wow, did they ever start coming off. You think this world is it, that it's solid and real and separate, but it isn't. If you've listened to or read Neville, you've likely heard him say that it's a shock when one finds no God outside of their own imagination or consciousness. And that's the understatement of the century. <laughs> it was the most frightening moment I think I've ever felt. Complete and utter aloneness. Absolutely no one. Nothing. And no one to turn to. And then a flood of warmth and relief knowing that without any doubt, there is no other. There is no other power to turn to. When you turn to self, I mean really turn to self and refuse to accept anything except firsthand experience, things will open up for you. Now, whether I'm telling you the truth, <laughs> that's up to you, your own experience. You have to experience this because I'm just telling you. You have to experience it. I can tell you that the book of Jeremiah and the Old Testament of the Bible, chapter uh, 33, verse 3, makes this promise. Call to me and I will answer and I will show you unsearchable things. The Holman Bible says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and incomprehensible things you do not know. Mm. Incomprehensible, yeah, from a certain point of view, but so clear, so breathtaking and obvious from another. Turn to yourself. You're not calling on a power outside of yourself. I'm not even going to refer to a dimensionally greater self or a deeper self or the depths of your own being. <laughs> One of the most difficult things for me was truly letting go of secondary cause. I said there was no other power but my own imagination, but I held a little idea deep down that the thing I call my imagination that I call my deeper self or my dimensionally greater self or the depths of my own being was still something ever so slightly separate from me. Let go of that idea. Let go of a little you and a big you. It's you momentarily captivated with the notion of being little and big. Oh, you are so much more. Turn to yourself. As you do, more layers will peel back. And you'll see, you'll know the truth of being a life-giving spirit, as Neville says. You'll see so clearly how everything is responding to you. Everything. Every idea of loss and prosperity, everything is within you. You'll be set free from thinking you need anyone else's instruction. And you can get on with this human experience, living it, instead of spending hours a week listening to YouTube or reading or scrolling Facebook groups or staring at paintings. 
Listen, hidden codes or number sequences don't do a thing for you. It's only your belief in them. Now, fulfillment of wishes or answers to questions may come from seemingly other people, but your reliance on others will dissolve. And what freedom! Freedom when you really know that you are the author of your life. As Neville says, you are the operant power. You are the only power. Try it for a week. Shut me off and everyone else you've turned to about manifesting. And why not resolve to stop scrolling through social media altogether? <laughs> Just for a bit, lift up your head away from your phone or your computer and experience this moment surrounding you. You've made this moment. This is your moment. What are you doing with it? It seems so separate and disconnected, but it isn't. Go to sleep tonight, knowing, accepting <laughs> that things are unfolding for you from within you. And give thanks to what at the moment might seem like something bigger and slightly separate from you. Thank the Father within, as Neville says. But I promise you, you'll find that the Father you've been thanking has been you all along. I can't wait to hear your exciting stories of what you discover about you. You can find me at Mike at feelingtwisty.com. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.